You have not received a spirit of slavery to fall back into your fear, but a spirit of adoption whereby which we cry out, Abba, Father. Hi, I'm Colin, and welcome to The Tightrope, the podcast where we look for balance and clarity in the midst of the world that we live in. I doubt that any short podcast is going to give you that balance and clarity to last forever and ever. The simple hope is that each week we can help you to take a step forward. We come to the final episode of The Tightrope. Uh, We hope that over the past couple of years, we've built a helpful library of short reflections for busy Catholics, and this will be the final chapter in this particular project. Romans 8.15 says, We've not received a spirit of slavery to fall back into our fear, but a spirit of adoption whereby which we cry out, Abba, Father. One of the clearest messages that I believe I've, I've ever received from the Holy Spirit came in the form of that particular passage. My son Leo was about a, a week from being born, and if you're a listener, you, you've met him on several occasions. And before he was born, uh, we had a second meeting with Leo's birth mother. The evening before, I had a lot of apprehension about becoming a dad, all these feelings that I didn't quite know how to process and had a whole lot of difficulty falling asleep. And when I finally did, I had a very vivid dream that, uh, that I woke up from and didn't remember. And whenever I tell this story, there are usually people who can identify you've had some kind of intense dream experience that, uh, that just evaded your consciousness when you woke up. Well, I had that, but the residue from the dream was Romans 8.15. I went through my morning and should have looked it up and didn't, but it just sort of haunted me until on the way to meet with Leo's birth mother to talk about what he would be named. I finally opened the, the scripture. I had a spare Bible in the trunk just in case there's a Bible blowout, something like that. And when I opened it, Romans 8.15 says this, You have not received a spirit of slavery to fall back into your fear, but a spirit of adoption whereby which we cry out, Abba, Father. And so I say it to you again, as as God said it to me. And um, as I tell the story, and maybe you can tell I've told the story a lot of times, maybe to some of you I've told the story, perhaps in, in live settings. I didn't say a word about it to Amy. I didn't say a word about it to Leah's birth mother because that would have been one of the creepiest things ever if I said, God had a dream and we're supposed to adopt your baby. That bad idea, right? <laughs> so I just kept these things really close to, to my chest and wasn't quite sure what to make of it. And the next day I was on my way to, um, to school um, Amy and I, again, in, in a couple of separate vehicles because of after school activities and I was having my windshield prayer time and it was kind of distracted that morning. I said my novena that I had been praying to Saints Zaley and Louis Martin, who, uh, who weren't hundred percent canonized yet. They were still blessed back then. And I got to the last prayer of my novena, which is just a simple, our father and got two words in and said, our father and just cracked and said again, our father and just my voice just cracked even deeper and I realized that there was a well of tears coming. I pulled the vehicle to the side of the road and just over and over those words just were 
just coming off my lips, our father. And it just became father, 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 snotty tears, the whole bit car pulled over in the side of the road, wondering what is happening to me. And what was happening to me was that Romans eight fifteen was penetrating my heart in a deeper way than it ever had, at least to that moment. It's not like I had never realized the fatherhood of God before, but it was one of those moments where the fatherhood of God just changed everything. It wrecked me. It broke me open. It flooded, um, my memories, it flooded my senses, it it overcame my fears, my worries, my doubts, and it gave me a deep sense of confidence that God was my loving Father. St. Paul says later in that scripture that we don't know how to pray as we ought, so the Spirit intercedes with inexpressible groanings, and the one who searches hearts knows what is the intention of the Spirit. And uh, I tell you this on the last episode of The Tightrope, because what is true for me is true for every listener out there, that the truest desire of your heart is to cry out to God as Father. The truest and surest way to security, to a trajectory of, of, of success, which is ultimately beatitude and heaven in your life, is to root yourself in your identity as a son or daughter of God. I know you know this. I know you've heard it a a thousand, maybe a a million times since you were a little kid in vacation Bible school that God is your father and you are his child, but it is so deeply and fundamentally true. And when we realize and root ourselves in our identity as the beloved children of God, everything changes. You are a son. You are a daughter. You are the beloved of God. You are the one to whom God the Father has given the gift of his only beloved son because he would rather, he would, Christ would rather die than spend eternity without you because you are worth the life of God the Son to God the Father. Beloved, this is who we are. And as it says in 1 John chapter 3, the reason the world doesn't recognize us is that it never recognized the Son, but we are God's children now. And what we shall later be hasn't yet come to light, but when it does come to light, will be like him and see him as he is. This is the truest thing about you. You are a son or daughter of God. And so whatever else happens, whatever else 2020 happens to throw at us, that is an unshakable and immovable reality. God is a father. He is a father to you. And whatever the wounds we have in our hearts about our our earthly fathers, whatever has sort of infected our our vision of, of God, whatever else is there, allow the spirit who searches hearts to, to cry out. And, and that spirit will cry out, Abba, Father. It breaks away fears and it allows us to, to be who we're created to be. I received that message at that time of my life, I'm pretty sure, because God wanted to say to me, hey, I, I need you to be a father, but before you can be a father, I want you to know your sonship. And knowing my sonship is something that that I grow in and, and hopefully something that I can translate into to being a father for for Leo and Zaley and something I can translate into uh, to my ministry and certainly something that that stands at the very center of my marriage that when when I'm being a, a, an image of Christ in, in any kind of potent way, it's because I know who I am in relationship to the fathers because I stand in security and it's only then that I can love my wife. <laughs> It's, it's only then that I can, I can walk that, that Christian walk, not by just following rules and regulations, but by being securely rooted in sonship. And uh, that's what I'll be seeking for the rest of my life. And I hope that for you, it's what you seek too, to be secure in who you are. 
You are a son or you are a daughter of God. You are beloved beyond measure. And therefore, you haven't received a spirit of slavery to fall back into your fear, but a spirit of adoption to cry out, Abba, Father. For Ascension, I'm Colin McIver, reminding you to take a step forward.